All right, man, we gonna get to it. Baseline! Hey. Yes, sir, another episode, baby. It's the Porch Podcast, it's the Porch Podcast, episode 73, of course it's your boy Mr. DJ E, right now we're mm. the original, we back to this, everyone your ill is left with the classic shit, let's go, let's go, let's let them to do, give them some more, but I'm not busting rhymes, but I still bust the rhymes, and I still give you rhymes, one at a time, I'ma keep on, keep keeping winning dimes, and I keep on winning, and with my, my, Mess my words up, but I'm back to it. E influential when I flow like fluid. You know why? Why? Cause it's the Porch Podcast. Come on, huh? Spit the melody up and let's go. Why? And it's the Porch Podcast. Come on, huh? And it's the Porch Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I was, I was, it was I, it was I. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy DJ E. Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother, man. P. Original, baby. P. Original. Talk to him, P. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, family. Episode number 73 of the Porch Podcast. We call this one His Story. story. History. History. Otherwise known as His uh, Story, in some mm-hmm. cases. Right. Um, all right, 73, man. We, we, we had a week. Where, uh, well, I, I can't say what we had, but I know some of the conversations me and you've been talking about it has been uh, based on a lot of his story. Right. Um, it's funny. The thing about <laughs> most historical things is, is it seems like they're only important when there's a point trying to be made. Right. And, you know, you, you can't pick when history is going to be, you know, be useful, right? It's funny because... I don't care what you, what I, I mean, whatever you look at, right? Most of your arguments have some kind of foundational basis built upon history. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to point out a few, right? I was just actually looking some of those things up before we even get into how we're going to dissect the whole concept of history or his story. I was looking up a few little, uh, I think it says about eight inventors. Eight inventors. Mm-hmm. That actually, um, <laughs> see how I came back things. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got Sarah Boone in 1892, she uh improved the ironing board. Oh, and that I sister still named, use that sister named Sarah Boone, home security company invented by Mary Van Britton Brown in 1966. Which security company was it? Um. I'm looking for the name, but before it says that, it says before the security system became a fixture in homes, it was an African-American nurse. The lady was actually a nurse, man. Beautiful. Um, and she was African-American. What year was this? This was 1966. She spent Ooh. many nights at home alone in Queens, New York, Queens. while her husband was away and felt mm. unsafe. And basically, it led her to working on uh, a, a security system. Okay. So that's pretty cool, man. That's dope. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, the patent was uh later uh put together in nineteen sixty nine. Right. Yep. So that was a biggie. Um the believe it or not, the three light traffic signal 
was invented by Garrett Morgan in 1923. I thought you was about to say Garrett Morris. Nah. nah. I thought you was about to say Garrett Morris. You know who Garrett Morris was? If I'm not mistaken, that's uh, that was Stan. That was Stan from Martin, man. His real name, I think, was Garrett Morris, man. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds yeah, about I mean, right. Check mm -hmm. this out. It was only a two light situation before. Then he added uh, actually the, the yellow light, the yellow yeah, light. Yeah, just slow down. I figured that was the light that right. was added so, last. So, I mean, I know it's kind of like you don't want to imagine it, but you have to at some point. Eh? You know, there was just a red and a green light, man. I've seen it. You ain't know to get ready. Yeah, the problem with that is, is E, I'm saying if you roll it, if you roll it, oh. you don't get the yellow. Nah, you don't you, get that nah. yellow in the distance. Well, I think they're going to go with the, what they call the point of no return. <laughs> like, it, nah, that's <laughs> that's a lot of people I know who drive tractor trailers or uh, buses, man. It, it They yeah. will tear more shit up trying to stop than it yeah. might as well keep on going. But I'm pretty sure that for at least maybe three seconds, both lights were red. It didn't just go instantaneously like... That one green, that one red, like that. Like I, you know, like you know, that's cartoonish, man. I don't, you know, in my opinion, I don't think it would be that way. Oh, but check it out. Morgan bought a car and a motorist. He witnessed a severe car accident at an intersection in the city of Cleveland, Ohio. In response, he decided to expand the current traffic light by adding a yield component, warning oncoming drivers of impending stop. Mm -hmm. So that's what he did, man. He bought That's a car. And he, so one more time, not to, not to have you say he bought a car. He bought a car. Right. Yep. And then he did yep. what? He, he did what now? Basically, he wound up witnessing it was an accident. You know, it was a motorist. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, witnessing an accident. And that's what made him actually um, work towards uh, implementing the yield line. The yield line. The yield light. Oh, yield on your lines, man. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now I mean the brother made the brother did the refrigerated truck Frederick McKinley Jones in 1940. Uh -huh. 1940 automatic elevator doors, believe it or not, by Alexander Miles in 1887. Right. Now I mean he he actually he took out a patent for a mechanism that automatically opens and closes elevator door shafts, and his designs are largely reflected in elevator used today. Right. Check this out. I, I'm, I'm quite sure. I'm going to spell it because it seems a little bit. It's not like electric. Electret. E-L-E-C-R. I mean, E-L-E-C-T-R-E-T. -E -E microphone. It was actually co-invented by James E. West in 1964. The microphone. Right. And that was pretty good, too. And actually, the carbon light bulb. It's the last one I'm going to give you. Was invented by Louis Latimer in 1881. Okay. 1881. Say what month? <laughs> I know what you're looking for, man. I know I'm what you're saying. Exactly 100 years nah, before nah. I came, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nah, mm -hmm. it don't say exactly what month. Matter of fact, I got to give you one more. Color IBM PC monitor. The color IBM PC monitor and gigahertz chip co-invented by Mark Dean. 1980 and 1999. Right. Pointed those things out, y'all, as we get ready to get into this week's conversation. Just to point out that there is a real history of things that you can go and actually look up and find out and, you know, and research. Uh -huh. And then, and then, there's his story. Right. 
It's a difference. Then it's his story. His story may be a little bit, how can I say, skewed. Right. E, have you ever been into a conversation? I'm not going to call it a debate because, you know, and, you know, whatever. But have you ever been in the middle of a conversation? You know something to be true, factual, right? It's actually not even historical from the book perspective. It's a history that you actually lived. Actually, it's about you. And they're telling you something about you. Wrong. And you telling them it's wrong, bro. That, that didn't happen. E, how you going to tell me? I'm, I'm the guy. It, 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 I'm telling you it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And have you ever gotten to an argument with a joker that's trying to make a factual situation? He's dead to right wrong, but trying to fix the history of what took place, even though he's wrong, try to argue with you? Have you ever nah. had that? No, nah, I ain't going to argue. Because I know I, I already know, bitch, that ain't what happened with me. So how do you usually handle something like that? Because arguing clearly, like you said, you don't argue. So what do you usually do in a situation like that? Um, I let them talk to themselves. Um, <laughs> maybe ask, maybe ask them what's you know, what's their choice? What's the, what's, what what choice do they have? Like what you know, what's their you know, drink of choice, blow of choice, whatever you know, whatever it is that they that they must be like, dealing with to try to you know argue my motherfucking life. So I offer it to them. And then I um let him slide. What you offer? What you offer? What you offer? Whatever, whatever, whatever their choice oh, is, except for oh, blow. I ain't got blow. No, 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 no. No, I don't. No, no you can't. <laughs> it is, man. It is. That's a part of your history. You're just not going. Just you know, you're gonna just turn the chapter, turn the page on, and just try to forget about it. I don't have it, P. Got you. Yeah. Reason why I asked that too, man, is I've heard some funny conversations, bro. Right. Where things are actually being discussed. And the whole objective is to be able to share information, not rewrite history, not argue history, not any of those things. Mm. Right. But just kind of just give you some insight. Like if I know something about something and, and you know something about something, if we sit down and we exchange information, and we it ain't about something. my then we know something collectively together, right? Now I know right. a little bit more. You know a little bit more. But it's funny, man, how sometimes the personal side of things can creep right into a situation where you could be having a conversation with somebody and you point something out and they turn around and make it personal. Mm-hmm. Turn around, oh, you think you know anything. And it's nah. funny as I don't know what, because you turn around and say, well, I use the same Google that you used. Right. So if I went to the same source, see, we got Google now. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not just picking on Google, but I'm just saying, a lot of people, that's what you do. Let's be honest. Ain't nobody running to no libraries to go and get old, older books. And not too many people. I made a video about not even having a dictionary at one point. Right. And before y'all say it in the comments, we know that Google also can have his story. We don't. We know it's not necessarily 1,000% right. true for the, right. slick, for the slick person in the comment. But yeah, but see, everything that they say, we know that. We know that. Say something yeah, different. Say something, <laughs> say, say something different. Say something different. Say something different. I'm just going to clap that. Say something different. What we're saying is we're not talking about a specific thing. We're talking about how people can research and, and, and hope that what they research is the truth. And some things that we know are facts because we see them different ways. The, I'm telling you, man, point, per, perfect example. All the inventors that you just spoke on. Right. You know, 
Right. They can be they can be the sole creators. They could be the second person to create it and the first one wasn't recorded. The years don't have to be exactly right. However, this is what's documented as the people who created these things. Right? Right. Right. So my point is, and, and, and I just want to say this, all those people, what they did was fix a problem. Morris seen a seen seen an accident. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um the lady that did the, the nurse that did the, the um, alarm system. system. Right. Right. The lady who did the ironing board. She just made everything easy. My man with the automatic electric doors, you know. Hey, right. the carbon light bulb. They wanted light. The microphone right. was for them to be able to amplify their voice. We're using them right now. See what I'm saying? That's right. That's so right. every time a person event, anybody just want to be an inventor, I just want to put that out there. Just remember that you're solving a problem. And that's what we make... Anything that can solve a problem will make everything great. This is why, this is why, for example, when COVID was going on, you know, masks. Masks were a big deal. Not saying, I'm not saying somebody invented masks then, but they became a commodity. You know what I mean? So exactly. people want to, you know, people want to style. So people started creating masks with, with different logos on it and it, Man, get your sports team mask. I still got my Tampa Bay Buccaneer mask. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But absolutely, I say all that to say, you know, not to go off off subject. His story and history, we know history ain't ain't going to be nothing but his story anyway, because none of us was there to see it. But like what you said, Pete, if I lived it, you're still going to have your own view of it because it's called perception. However, doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily be right. So if I don't agree with you, just don't get upset, man. That's all we say. That that's the main thing. That's the thing that is like at the end of the day, if I have that's why I say what I said, like, you know, using Google. Like we all have the same outlet to be able to get the history of it because none of us around in eighteen eighty one. Like you just asked me, like what month was it? Right. I didn't see it I didn't see it in the thing when it described it. So I'm mm -hmm. not gonna be up here and say it probably was early in the year, E, because but when I understand, you know, that's the best time to do those. I don't know when it was. Right. And why would I create like or, or, or re try to rewrite history or add right. to it or whatever? The person that, that you know what? It's funny because those kind of debates what actually winds up happening too is, is that you could be in a situation where a conversation comes up and mm -hmm. because you're so emotionally charged and invested into it, you wind, you wind up like, Missing the opportunity to really be able to have a conversation that could have probably helped you in a lot of different ways. Right. Like me and you had a conversation just about like the uh, stock market and, you know, how it was one of, you know, it's been around for so long. Yes. I think it's like the oldest form of investment in America. Just ask, what's the what's the oldest form of investing in the United States or something like I hope that. Hope it's just, okay. Can I you can I use Google to do it? Is, uh, is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. All it's right, fine. Understand, understand. You know what I mean? Because again, so, what else we gonna reference? When was the stock market created? No, we. I want to know what's the oldest form of investing in the United States. Like, what's uh, the, see. Well, uh, well, I think it's that because you already pretty much yeah. that up. What's I believe it is. I just want to you know. What's the oldest form of investing? Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, fair enough. But like like even in the sense of like looking this up, like right. some people may turn around and make an argument out of this situation. At the end of the day, it'd be like, yo, are you going to invest in anything? 
no, nah, I ain't investing in nothing, but I don't think that that's real. Okay, that's cool. Then that's what it matters. You don't right. think it's real. Well, the conversation is not about investing in it. It's about just knowing different forms of investing. That's the, that's the thing about investing. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. You have options. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, options. yeah. You're going to invest in things that you like. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. It's a lot of it's a lot of history in it. It's a lot of history in this. Yeah, a lot of history in this. Yeah, it's did, a lot of history in this. Did it, it say what's the history. oldest form of investing? Did it say was it the stock market or what? Just say. It's just it's just it, it's going all over the place, bro. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, that's it's a broad question, over. though. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. It, it may be, you know, when you know when. When did the stock market start? Just do that. That's that's what I was going to look up. Like when. Yeah. Now nah, I was just curious if if it, it was would it, it, it probably is up. though. I mean, you made a, you made a solid point when we had that conversation before. You know, when was the stock market created? Yeah. It's probably still going to give know, you a year. Probably yeah. That's what that's really what I want to get to. I mean, the yeah. point about it all is that it, everything has a history. Yeah, like thirty years from now, blow is going to be able to be in stock market just like marijuana is now. I'm serious. No, because we give everything the, pro the power, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's, it's, it is. It said the stock. It said the stock market. I'm not questioning this, Google. Right. It says stock markets were first established during the early 1530s in Belgium. During this time, stocks were not transact, uh, transacted in a simultaneous global fashion, right. but instead set up as a meeting place between brokers and lenders. Right. The first market was established, sand stock. The marketplace was simply a physical location where buyers and sellers or lenders pretty much just met right. and, and did their business. Right. So, you know what I mean? And then it turns around, although the first stock market began in Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, then it started until 1611. Yeah. American did not get into the stock market game until the seven, the late 1700s. So right here in the U.S., fun fact in that situation, based on what we just looked at the history, right. the late 1700s, to answer that question from what I see. Uh -huh. so, so, I mean. At the end of the day, that's what made me draw the interest to it. You know, I'm, I'm not heavy in it. I read things. I look look at videos. It's just interesting because I'm these I'm one of these type of people that kind of want to have understand the mechanics on how something works. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just like in Rich Dad Poor Dad, man. The real reason why a lot of people don't invest in the stock market because it's fear, fear of losing. And they also so they'll put their money and then fear. You know, the conversation me and you had uh, patience. You know what I mean? Because um, even like when me and you was talking about it, you made the statement. Somebody told you before, you know, you buy this, when you buy in the stock market, you're buying things and you got to just wait, wait about five years for your money. And again, that's that's buying and holding, like I said, right? But you said, see, I, I ain't got that type of energy. So that's, that's the sign of patience. You don't have the patience for it, right? And right. then the next thing was, um, I said, yeah, I might have lost thirty, forty dollars just dabbling around. He said, see, now as soon as I lost two, three dollars, I'm pulling out. But yeah, but that's a not necessarily a fear. It's a form of fear, but it's a reverential fear, meaning that I respected that respected so much that I ain't gonna fuck with it. 
Like when they that's tell exactly you, what it means. Yeah, like like yeah, go to you, go to you, eh? go to hey, you. like yeah, when it's you know what like, that's what a reverential fear really breaks down to. It's like when they talk about when um you ever look in the Bible and the word when it says fear God, right? Absolutely. But at the same time they say God is love. People don't understand what kind of fear that is. That's a reverential fear to the point where I know he's so real and I know the love is so strong. I only want to play with it. Like, I only want to joke with it. That's what that is. It doesn't mean fearing because he's going to kill you. You know, like you might fear the pit bull that's chasing you. At right. the end, you, you understand what I'm saying? But as you as you should. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's how that works. That's how that situation works. So with his story okay. and, and the history that we, we just realized that it's been here since the 1700s. But right. the problem is a lot of people in our community is just getting into it now because history has showed from where we come from, nobody ever wanted to teach us that and taught us. They just taught us all how to be employees. But again, like in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he said when people get off the fear, stop having fear, you know, of not having or also having the, the understanding how to control their emotions as well as the desires, they will understand the power of money. But that's the power. When I looked at that, Robert Kiyosaki wrote that in the book, I'm, I'm looking at, that's the power of anything. You no. know what I mean? Okay, yeah. let's be honest. We know some people who can't swim, myself included, right? I'm just keep on it. I ain't, I ain't a swimmer, bitch. Right, right, yeah? right. But a lot of people won't admit the reason why they don't learn how to swim because of fear of drowning. Not a fear right. of swimming. Right. A fear of drowning. However, right. I'm not saying I have a fear of drowning because if I had a fear of drowning, I would never get in the water. I don't give a fuck if I'm on a cruise ship. I was in a speedboat last month. You get what I'm saying? I wouldn't do none of that. Right. right? right. No, you wouldn't. I don't think you would. I have because I've, I've, I've tried. The problem is I haven't mastered being able to breathe underwater. I don't like that. So... <laughs> No, seriously. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, is my real is my real issue a fear of drowning, or do I have a form of claustrophobia that I may not know? I mean, it could be. It could be. You never. You, I don't know. This is yeah. you gotta you Can't gotta rule analyze it out. Can't things. Rule it out. Right. Got to analyze things and pay attention and look at certain stuff. Now you say to yourself, like, you gotta look at everything, and then when you analyze everything and you see what it is, then you can move at the pace that you want to move. So people who may fear losing money in the stock market, nobody said that you come in and hit the home run. See, the problem is media will make you understand that you only know about the big stocks. True. Like, for example, bro, you, you may not know the exact price, but you know Amazon is a booming-ass stock. Yeah, just, right. what, I've, just right. what I've heard. Exactly. Or, now, Amazon... You know, I ain't checked it in a while. I'm going to check it in a minute. But it was times when Amazon was 3000 a share. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Just a share. Or the moment people hear about cryptocurrency, they think of Bitcoin. Again, even with this boom that happened. You understand what I'm saying? This drop that happened. Mm-hmm. It was still 30000 a coin. Uh, it still was doing all right. It still was booming. You understand what I'm saying? 
I mean, that's what I think anyway. That's my opinion. You know See, I mean? right now, Amazon Amazon is actually down, right? So, and it's up today, today up, but it's been down for what, right? See, the, that's how you know the whole market is dropping. But Amazon right now for one share is $2,307, right? So, th you can look at a certain certain apps. Okay, we're going to look at the 52-week high. So, within the last 52 weeks, which is the last year, the high for Amazon was $3,773.08. So, anybody who bought this, let's say they bought this, I don't know what the, the, the original amazon stock price was i'm gonna just i'm gonna google that real quick because that i got my original, shit turned original got you original original Origi original go ahead go to original i got you mm -hmm. very first yeah. original price of amazon stock or something like that okay okay so break your break your point down while i get the facts for you so brother. my point while is I get that history for you my point is that goes for the buy and hold so once we find out what this price is i know it wasn't twenty three hundred dollars I know it wasn't that the first day it came out. Exactly. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you make a good point. Right. You know, but in, in history, now see to me, all right. I know this is okay. What'd it say? No, no, I mean, I don't, you know. All right. So first off, bro, you know, this is foreign. She's reading like Spanish to me, man. You know what I mean? I want to get an actual number, you know, for you. But, uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, the stock thing that I'm looking at, like November 15, 2019, it says oh. at the IPO that priced its stock at $18 per share. Yeah, it was $18. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at it too. $18 per share. So, yep, start, so $18 per share. Started at $18 a share. Now, mm -hmm. it went public May 15th, mm -hmm. 1997. Wow. So, yeah. let's think yeah. about it. Let's History. think about it. Um, we you know May fifteenth just was the other day, so when you sit and think about it, it's what's that twenty five years ago? It's his twenty fifth anniversary. They celebrated the twenty fifth anniversary of going public. So, a person that bought that at eighteen dollars, and let's say they just said, "Listen, I'm gonna buy a hundred of them. I believe in this. I got it right." So that's mm -hmm. times a hundred. So we all know simple math. That's eighteen hundred dollars. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let's say a hundred. Let's just say a hundred times twenty-three hundred. It was around that. That's two hundred thirty thousand dollars is worth today. Yeah. And twenty-five yeah. twenty-five years later. So that's the, yeah. the theory that the person told you the buy and hold situation. Now, the only thing about it, in ninety-seven they didn't know that. So that's where his story and history comes in because history is not made as if something has longevity and it actually lives. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Right. But it's you will have, people, it's you will have people in the beginning shoot it down because they just don't know it. They're not familiar with it. That's all right. it is. And it don't support their argument. Right. doesn't support their argument. People will take things like their personal feelings and opinions and use that to, dis you know, dispute history. A, a factual situation that took place. If you invest your emotions to it now, all you do is to look, to me, you look a little silly because here you are now trying to turn around and say, well, you know, that's not something that I, you know, I don't subscribe to that or that ain't to move or 
that ain't it. Everybody I ever heard of involved in that situation, ain't nothing good ever come from you. That's that's a lie. Because first off, if you don't travel in those circles, or if you're not actually talking to people who actually do that and understand how it works, it's not going to happen. Whether you're talking about stocks or anything, because history has a has a way of repeating itself, right? Right. Hey, too. That's why they always say ain't too much new under the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, history got a way of repeating itself. But the comparisons, that's what's new. History is a new comparisons are, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you think about the next anything, like people will turn around and be like, "Yo, who gonna be the next LeBron?" They had to compare it to the history of the current LeBron. Right. Who gonna be the next Michael Jordan? They had to compare it to the history of the former Michael Jordan. What they'll want to do is blow past. Here we go. The blow past. Blow past mm-hmm. the reality that that was a different time. So some of those things did factor in to some of their success, some of their challenges, some of their different things. Right. But people don't want to use it because that's not part of, that's not going to support the basis of their of their argument. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the funny thing about history. Like, people twist it, people turn it, you know what I mean? And that's why it ultimately winds up becoming a person, his story versus history because it, it loses the history element of it the minute that you inv- emotionally invest yourself into it and try right. to change what it actually means. Right. Well, and well, that's the thing. Just to keep it kind of what you're saying with history and standing in the stocks. You know, the reason why people even purchase crypto and try to do these things. And the hard thing is, is understanding your research and which coin is real, which one is a good coin, a real coin, all that, and what's not. But in 2009, when Bitcoin first, you know, 2008, 2009, when it first came out, it wasn't even a penny per stock, per one. So understand what I'm saying. That a lot of a lot of crypto coins don't even start at a penny. They start they start yeah. below a penny. So that's why people come in and say, "Okay, I'm about to buy five thousand of these." Mhm. Mhm. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. if and it's not even a penny yet. But let's just say that let's just say it, it, it if it came out to a penny, right? Let's just say it was actually a penny, right? So we said mm-hmm. five thousand times point zero ones. You know what I mean? That's fifty dollars you spent, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you got, you got five thousand of those, right? Five thousand mm-hmm. times thirty thousand. Today that'd be a hundred and fifty million dollars. Okay. And you, fifty, fifty dollars turned to a hundred and fifty million. And right now it's down. Remember, let's remember, Bitcoin's down right now. Cause when it was at when it when it hit sixty, that's three hundred that's three hundred million dollars. Cause at one time you can one coin was sixty thousand. Yeah. The problem is in us with everything, patience and fear. I, I told you I, I we don't have it. the patience to let it grow. However, and you don't know which one is going to which. If come on, if everybody knew that Bitcoin was going to do that back in two thousand nine, everybody would have bought Bitcoin. Exactly. Everybody would have bought it. Yeah. Nah, I mean, make a good point. I mean, once again, though, you know what I mean? Knowing that what you know, it still comes down to you being smart enough to not twist it and make it non-factual or make it, you know, comfortable for you. People have right. a problem with history because it's uncomfortable. Right. Like, we've talked about it in the past, you know what I mean? Whether you want to talk about, you know, and I hate to say it, but times of slavery, whether you want to talk about times of, you know, different kind of, you know, um, 
you know, what they were, what they were saying at one point or another, bro, dealing with uh, like civil rights and things of that nature. All those things happen. Mm-hmm. All those things happen, and they all have a place in history. And for you to try to argue, and I'm not saying I got you know anybody, but people will try to use those things in the present, right? Right? To to help, like I said, to try to be the cornerstone of what goes on or what negatively or what happens in life. Like you got some people who believe that anytime a person doesn't get to do something, whether it be a head coaching position in the NFL, baseball team, basketball team, a corporation or anything, right. it's because they're black. Because if they wasn't black, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be the case. Whether they're qualified, unqualified, whatever the case may be like that, because they're going off of history and their emotions being tied into that situation. So what happens is, is when they get ready to try to tell a person why they didn't get a position or why something didn't happen, they'll turn around and give them their history. Well, you know, it's, you know, you know how it is, man. You know, we got a little huff, you know, tougher way to go. We, you know, we got a, a, you know, steeper hill to climb. And I'm not saying none of that stuff doesn't hold some, some truth to it. What I am going to say is, is that we're talking about history. Right. Are we talking about history or are we talking about now? Absolutely. Are we talking about, you know, and so that's why I'm saying, like, you can't use, to me, you know, you can't invest your emotions based on history that you make your his story as the cornerstone of your argument and think that you're going to get anywhere because I don't believe that you will. You won't. You really won't, bro. You really won't because everything goes, again, We everything goes off of perception anyway, and perception is what creates his story, her story, everybody's story, you know what I mean, exactly. off how they yeah. see it. You know, yeah. historically, historically, you know, oldest books, oldest books, and and it's the Bible. I mean, if you That's believe right. in it, it's it's two thousand and twenty two years old. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, yep. the New Testament. People that, and people dispute that. You know how right. it is because, like you said, it depends on if you yeah. believe in it. But my point is, that's the biggest book that's trying to explain to you about a form of perception. See, that's why I don't argue religion with people. Either you believe it or you don't. You know, some people believe in the Easter Bunny. Right. Some people believe in the Tooth Fairy. We right. tell a lot of people tell it not not us, but we tell the kids about Santa Claus. And the twist, you know, the twist of all of those things, in my opinion, is it's not. I can't say that for everybody, but just just my opinion. It's convenient to believe in all of those things because at the end of it, there's some kind of reward or a gift. Right. Absolutely. Ab- so, so, so something that actually comes out of it makes it more believable. Right. And they won't, they, they, they'll dispute, you know what I mean? They won't dispute the history of it because there's, you know, there's, there's a prize. It's something tied to it at the end. But yeah. what's, what's made a person understand that? History. Because history Correct. shows if you write a Christmas list <laughs> to Santa Claus, you may right. get some things off of that. Right. But right. none of us, when we were younger, said, but damn, I ain't get everything off the list. Right. How did he go about, or how did Santa How he go, go about, about picking what, what, what I should what get or what I, off? Right. Because right. they say they, he knows if you're naughty or nice. Well, I ain't getting trouble. And I was making right. honor roll. Right, but that's matter but fact, I didn't. Matter of fact, I ain't even write a list. How he yeah. do to get all this? Right, that's what I'm saying. But I ain't have to write a list because my parents told me, "Hey, man, I, I'm Santa Claus, man." That's what Pop told me. You mean your mom did this, man? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So that yeah. that's my point. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, that's why I believe yeah. that God is real and, and all that type of stuff. Now, I believe in religion too. What I'm saying is I don't argue it. When somebody nah. else has a different faith or belief, I'm not going to challenge you if yours if you feel like yours is better than mine or mine's is better. I'm not doing all that. Absolutely man. not. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm not that doing person. that. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to persuade you into a belief. I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? That's just not my place to do that. You know right. what I mean? So that's why I say even with the situation in history, like what none of us around when George Washington was was born or or did any of the you know things that's in the history books that said he did now i can't argue those things right so the battle me, of trenton. Blind, right it's like to me it's a blind argument right because because well first off even if you found one person let's say they don't even go all the way back to let's just say that deep let's just say hypothetically speaking something that happened 60 years ago right in in theory i could turn around and talk to somebody who's older than 60 years old right Right. And ask them possibly if they have any knowledge about that situation. Right. And they may give me something different than I may go and Google or look up someplace to try to find. Absolutely. On the flip side of that situation, not saying that I can't learn from anybody younger, but if I got a child that's 13, 14 years old that's in school still and they're in the history books where they're actually reading these things every day, all they're going to do is give me the history that they've gotten through their studies and their teaching in school. Right. Now, I wasn't here to physically which be is still his, Which is ago. still his story. Which is, which is still his story. But I right. wasn't here 50 or 60 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll try to use my emotional, the emotional side of me because I'm older. I'm your father. I'm your uncle. I'm your, you know, I'm your, I'm your you know, whatever. I'm your mm-hmm. mother. I'm your grandma. Whatever it is. I'm going to use that as my argument, even though I wasn't here. At least you got me beat to some degree because you're actually reading about it, right? You're actually doing research about it. And you're giving me some fun facts about the situation. But my emotions, because I don't know as much as you know in that situation. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know as, as much as you know in the situation. I start to dispute or challenge what you're saying. Uh-huh. Because I'm older. Right? right. I'm, now, now I'm, not, I'm not quite 60 years old. But, but you in school and you 13, 14, you telling me what you have read off of his story in a book, which uh-huh. is more than I can actually even, you know, kind of regurgitate to you. But when, because you younger, now mind you, that same teacher that taught you that may be older. If they said those things, I would be more likely to believe that because they're older. Not the history, but because they're simply older than you. A perfect example of the day, ride with my young, with, with, with my baby girl. She sit there. And we talking about 9-11. And she say, you was alive when 9-11 happened? And I started laughing. I said, yeah. And I think she was like, well, what you was doing? I was like, I was working at the same place I work right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was yeah. I was working at the same place. Like, like not, not too much different. But I remember that day. I said, that day was crazy, you know. I know, right. you know, I know, I know a lot of people who make used to say the story. I seen the planes. I seen both planes hit real time. No, you didn't. Nobody seen both planes hit real time unless you was there. Because the simple fact is it didn't pop up on the news to after the first plane hit. Now but that's again, the part that's the part of the But I'm again, about. his story would be his story because that's what they that's what they'll say. Now I'm not saying that they wrong. I just said no, you didn't. I just don't believe it. Right. 
But see, he could tell that. Like, I'm not man, calling you a liar. I just don't believe no, it. No, you're not. You're not. You're yeah. not. You well, first off, because hey, you just said what you said. Right. What you what it, when it went back to the news, scenes that it was showing didn't support the argument that he was making. Because now he can turn around. I and seen, say that. But I seen when true. the second plane hit. Right. I was in. I was inside. A guy told me to come in his house, and he was mm -hmm. like, "My man, look at this." And he was showing me, and I was working. And I'm looking, and we're looking at the first building smoking. And as we're looking, you see it. That's why they have footage of it. You only see everybody. They always have. They have. If you ever see any history, any, any documentaries about that, you always see the second building hit. Yeah. You nah, never but, see the but, first. Nah. But but the point in the situation that is, is even I'm just describing that person <laughs> is. It's just how the emotional side of it right. comes in unnecessarily. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, that that's the part. Like, it comes in unnecessarily where a person turns around and you like, yo, you mad at me because I gave you some history that I was able to research? Because, you, as we know, bro, emotion ain't nothing but energy in motion. So the that's energy, So the energy that... You feel like a person may be giving you an energy because they're not what they're saying is not supporting what you said. You understand what I'm saying? Dang. You know what I mean? That's 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 hey, what's all. What's emotion? Is. Hey, give it to him again. Energy and motion. That's all that is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. You know what else be in motion sometimes, man? We be in motion. And when we get in motion sometimes, man, you know, brother, you as uh, the world's greatest DJ. I'm here. You know, you know how to get them in motion, brother. Right. And I done been with you at different parties. You know, one of the greatest things, man, is knowing uh, a one-stop shop full-service event company that can take care of all of your event planning needs. E, please let them know who I'm talking about. Look, check it out. Let's get that stress off the plate, all right? got that big event coming up, and you don't want to have to do all the work. I got a company for you, full-service event company, that's going to take care of all of your event planning needs. That's www.fncevents.com. A full-service event planning company. Take all the stress off your head, kick back, and enjoy the party. Once again, that's www.fncevents.com. Head on over there. Get that party booked and get it done. Back to the show. FNC events. That That's it. That's it. So Fun you know that's events. that's the main thing about the whole situation dealing with history, though. It's it's people, people take it personal, right? People take it personal, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I you know I look at history as you know it's a uh, part of the. Uh, it it helps me in this situation from the perspective of why some people respond the way that they do to things. Right. Right. Like, it's good for me for that, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if I ask Pop something about when he went to school when he was younger, he can give me some some history of that situation. He can give us some history about that situation. And for me, what I do is I take those things because I'm not trying to put myself in their position because I'm of the now, right? I'm of the now. But I'm not going to make an argument about what took place back then now, I'm going to find a way to try to make, hopefully, that history, you know, help me. Right. You know, 
give me some insight on different things. Like, me and you had a discussion about, like you said, dealing with patience and the ability of it. Like, I found that most times in my own personal history, when I did things from a practical perspective, I always did them better. Right. Whenever I did things, you know, my history, my own history, I can speak to that. You know what I mean? I lived it. I'm still living it. I'm still writing it now. I was in a position to be able to turn around and learn more things, in my opinion, when I did it hands-on. You got some people that do things differently. Right. You know? The reality of it all is, is that, you know, my history is what it is. I used to tell new recruits when I was, you know, when I was working and I would, you know, be part of the training staff. You know, people would always want to know, you know, some of the old stories about things that you had done in the past. And I would say, like I said all the time, you know, I can tell you some things that I, you know, that I experienced part of my history. I don't know how that's going to help you and your present and in your future. Now, if you just want to laugh and figure out, you know, or find, you know, the humor and the things that I went through or the different things that we, you know, experienced along the way to get to where we are, that's cool. But my history is just that, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's, it's some things out there, man, that's worth knowing. But I don't think none of it is worth you putting your emotional, you know, energy into, like you said, energy and motion mm-hmm. um, into it and, and wind up blocking yourself from really being able to grasp the concept of something or learn something that could probably benefit you now. But you got to have control of the energy and motion. If you got control of it, then it's fine. You know what I mean? Right. You look at a person like Kanye West when he first was back college dropout Kanye West, he had very high energy and very confident that he would be what he became today. But right. As he got more and more into it, he started to lose sight of certain things. And this is what this is why we grab. Well, I'm not even going to say he lost sight of certain things. His energy is still in the same motion, but it just goes in different directions than what we used to from right. him. That's right. what that is. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So that's why I say, man, like, you know, sometimes we look at certain people and we be like, yo, what's wrong with Kanye? Right. Or yo. What's wrong with, you know, the blank is there for you to insert whatever name you want to. Right. We don't know all the history of the different things. Like, all we know is the history that we're aware of, right? So we'll look up and be like, yo, man, you know what I mean? When he did this album, you could tell something was wrong. You'd be like, when did you figure that out? Now? Mm Mm-hmm. No, you know, it's it's like anything else. You know, people take the parts of anything that they feel like they're going to use in an argument, use to benefit themselves. And then they tell them make it fit. Mm-hmm. It's like when you look at something on TV, you can see a healthy recipe and turn around and figure out how to make it unhealthy. I done seen that a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. People look up there and be like, oh, man, that's a nice plate right there. Oh, that's a keto dish. Oh, okay, that's a vegan dish. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yo, I could probably do that same thing. But look, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to substitute this and I'm going to put, put this in. put some turkey it. sausage in it. Yeah. Right. Which may turn around and, still, and, and totally compromise the whole integrity of what the dish was supposed to do in the first place Mm -hmm. it is what it is right you know what i mean but if you take the energy and motion out of the situation you know what i mean and just or or, i like what you said better point if you learn how to control the energy and motion Mm -hmm. might be fine right i think i want to get into uh you know this week's uh let me make sure i got it right would you rather brother you know i'd rather Mm -hmm. i think we take it to that would you rather Just look at my face. Are you, would you serious? Rather, would you rather me just do this? Or would you rather me do this? Hey, man. And would you rather me get back to the mission? Let's go. 
That was funny. Wait, are you serious, man? Welcome hey, to man, this welcome. week's Would You Rather, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> welcome to, like he said, man, another week of this. Uh, okay, Would You Rather? Why well, ask Ian a series of questions and eventually I get an answer, man. <laughs> and I would rather he do the regular intro. Uh, <laughs> That's you what want I would it one rather. more time? Okay, we're going to go back. Hey, Welcome to this week's Would You Rather. We're back. <laughs> P Original has some questions for me and we're going to make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> The history of your Johnson and Johnson addiction is coming full circle. <laughs> no, 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 no Johnson and Johnson here, buddy. No Johnson and Johnson for you, buddy. Talcum. Would you? Would you rather exactly in the green <laughs> bottle with, that you squeeze with the holes in the top? Would you rather make more money, <laughs> but be busier, or make less money but be less busy? It's tough, man. Well, tough man. I'm I'm kind of I kind of I kind of Libra man. I want to balance the scale. I kind of live no. I kind of live the first one now. I make no more money, answer. but I'm busier. But I'm not the biggest fan of it all the time, bro. I'm really not. You know, as I got as I've gotten older, you know, yeah. I, I have the energy for it, but I just rather relax more and do other things, not always doing some type of type of work, man. You know, that's the truth. All right. Fair enough. Would you rather get your paycheck daily or monthly? You can give it to me daily. Because I'm not gonna spend okay. I'm I'm see that's the thing. I believe I believe that jobs give it to us every two weeks because that's just enough for them to feed us, to give us what we need, and then we gotta come we gotta come back two weeks. But some people if you pay them that same day, they're never coming back because they only they only might need twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Okay. You okay. Know? Fair enough. Would you rather sleep with the door open or the door closed? No, it depends where I'm at. But I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm a closed door guy. No doubt. Me too. Would you rather only listen to old school music or music from today? And that's tough, I guess I would imagine for you as a DJ, because you need to for work, for work purposes. Oh. Well, yeah, I being mean, a, I'm, well, I mean, it being, doesn't say that in the question. I'm just yeah, assuming. but being a, being a DJ, I, I have to listen to it all. But if I wasn't, now nah, I'm school. I'm good with old school. You know why? Okay. Because why? Because that way I hear everything. Because eventually the songs today will become old school. I just hear them later. That's true. All right. Would you rather explore explore the sea or space? Uh, space. Space. Yeah. No doubt. Would you add? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Good question here for you. Would you rather be on a reality TV show? Okay. Or a game show? I'd probably do reality TV. I feel like that. Um, I, I was only on <laughs> I one episode. I was, don't know. Oh, I was only on one. The game show, I would only be on one episode. Yeah, don't say like you the host and that. Yeah, so yeah, so reality it. TV. I, I I'm assuming I'm reoccurring. Not maybe not every episode, but if it's a ten episode season, I might end up on four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's say that like I I can I can spend that better. <laughs> I can make more money off that. Now I'm just just I'm just visiting clubs, you know. 
Eat from Willy Wonka in the chocolate store. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just could be any motherfucking thing. Okay. Would you rather have a lot of acquaintances or just one really close friend? I think the real, really close friend is, is, is more special than a lot of acquaintances. I mean, it's good to have, see, my thing is, it's good to have connections. So you got to have, right, so I right, guess you would right, look at some right. of them as acquaintances, but it all depends on what you do. At the end of the day, you, you know, you're going to need people for something at the time. So I'd rather just be a nice guy and have to just, I guess, pay my way or do what I got to do with, with, a, with a close friend I could trust. Because everybody needs somebody they can trust. Yeah, and I, and I think that, especially, I mean, I don't want to say that because it may come out, but I'm going to say it anyway. Especially the older you get. Right. Only reason I say that is because I think the more seasons you get in life, the less time you have to really, how can I say, like spread yourself thin. I think when you're younger, you know, you got a lot of spunk, a lot of energy, and you can move around and do a lot of different things, and you're trying to figure yourself out. Right. You you don't even probably know who that real, real good friend is right away early because everybody's young, everybody's running, everybody's available, and it's a difference. You know, to me, you find out who that person is as you grow up and and as you, you know, have different experiences in life, and you find that they're always somewhere in it. Right there in the mix of it, you know, right there helping you pick up the pieces of it. So I think that you have more, in my opinion, more more wherewithal to understand what the value of that significant or that's that one really good friend is. Right. Would you rather own a penthouse or rent a mansion? Um ownership of a penthouse. I just I'ma always be an owner guy over rent all day. You know? Because the world we live in now. I could take that penthouse and actually treat it as an Airbnb at times. True. I mean, you know, once again, I mean, ESPN is going off. I mean, once again, I think, I think time, I think history, mm -hmm. I think experience, all those things make these questions. Like, it's funny, we play this game now, either would you rather or this or that. But if you asked us some of these same questions 20 years ago, I think our answers would probably be different. Absolutely. Some Absolutely. But the but the the good thing about that is if you're exactly the same that you were 20 years ago, then where's your growth? I mean, to some degree, I mean, I think that I think that Oh yeah, you know, not that and that's not everything. I'm just saying yeah, but certain things. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, for the overall body of work or overall body of life. Yeah. I agree with you. I think right. that you should have advanced in some things. But I'm I just saying, you, you know, I'm basing it upon this last question you just asked me. Ownership of a ownership of, you know, own a penthouse or rent a mansion. You know, yeah, 20 years ago we might have said rent a mansion because you could have more people there, you probably got the pool in the backyard, you could have a crazy NWA parties and all that type of stuff that it used to have and everybody coming in. But Look, what I mean of growth in our mind, like I can't take a rented property that I live at. I could throw all the parties, but I can't turn it into an Airbnb and make money for me even when I'm not there. You see what I'm saying? But with right. the penthouse, I can. So that's what I mean, the growth of mentality. Because we went from being, from everybody thinking we was the man by seeing us the man, but really trying to be the man. And what I mean, be the man, not, not be the guy that everybody want to be with. or No, 
being a man is being able to take care of my family and my kids and all that stuff because I made better decisions that's given us a better financial form of freedom. You know what I mean? Because right. think about it. Penthouse is probably more secure. Everything. Right. Well, Wasn't nobody just getting it. up in ghost crib. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Unless they was a ghost. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <coughs> I think just to add, like you said to it, just the key word was ownership. So Right. Ownership is a key word. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you another one. Would you rather this is actually Wow. All right, would you rather I got it right here. What's right here? Would you rather spend Friday night at a noisy club or at a quiet lounge? Quiet lounge. Okay. But years ago, Would it used you, to be a noisy club. And I'm not saying that just necessarily growth. It's just my choices now. Right. So would you rather have a, have celebrity parents or a celebrity lover? I think parents. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with parents. I'm going to go with parents. I was explaining that to somebody the other day, um, how the greatest bond, I'm going to always feel like, you know, being married is a big deal, Right. But the greatest bond is that parent and child bond. But it's not supposed to ever go forward to just them two until it's a point of, you know, somebody passed or whatever. That's why we always say it's threes. You get what I'm saying? Man, right. woman, and child. Right? We always, you know how we always talk about the trilogies. So the thing is, um, I think having celebrity parents and let's say you have that great bond with your parents and you love your parents may help open your doors not to necessarily do the same things that you want to do but them being celebrities they may use their you got to use your powers your energy to get certain doors open that you may be the first one to walk through but if somebody says hey yo p original from you know say we we making a whole bunch of we making million p original from the porch podcast is your dad yeah, yeah, yeah. You could come in. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not, but the lovers and I'm not saying parents can't cut you off, but a lover can cut you off like that. You know what I mean? And and I guess in the sense of that, since we, you know, the name of this episode is you know his story or history. Mm -hmm. You know the history of of what I've seen is is you know if you come from a wealthy set of parents or right. those who are established, you know, um, it generally does put you in the arena. Of right. others that could possibly do that, right? You know, I got one more for you before we, uh, and then we'll wrap that one up. You know, wrap this segment up. But would you rather be a millionaire or marry a billionaire? Mm. That's why I wanted to make it the last one. Um, what if I was a millionaire? Then I married a billionaire. So would you rather be a millionaire or marry a billionaire? All you got to do is exercise your choices. What if what if I was a millionaire and I married a billionaire? And I'm going to tell you why I said that. Billionaire ain't going to marry me if I ain't got no money. At least a millions. At least millions. So I get that. And I agree with that. I think, I think thought and fear. Just to add to it. Right. Um, 
That's no. Let me tell you why that's. Let me tell you why that's tricky. I'm gonna tell you. I'm just keeping all over 100 with you. Why it's tricky? Um, because I only wanted to marry for love, not money. You understand what I'm saying? Like my logic. Not saying that I wouldn't marry Ben, but at the same time, honestly, what people don't understand that marriage is probably the biggest business choice that you would make when you have when you're dealing with that type of money, whether you're a millionaire or a billionaire. I watched this. I watched this interview one day with Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent made the statement. He said, "I look at all these rich people. Their biggest loss was divorce. The biggest loss they ever made was divorce. So when they got rich and they they was rich and they got married, and when they divorced them, that's what took the big the most of their you know their riches. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I would get married to thinking of getting divorced, even though you know that's an option." So in that in that situation, I'm gonna go with the fact I would rather be a millionaire because when I'm building wealth, I'm trying to build generational wealth. But I would love the fact to marry a billionaire at the same time if we really genuinely love each other and we can continue to build generational wealth as a family for our kids. It doesn't matter if if if, it's, if it was her money to me, you know what I mean. But I'm gonna go with the millionaire situation because that's just just the the type of person I am with work. Like I know. I like to grind and, 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 and reap, you know, my, you know, I don't want to be the, now, you know, a lot of people, I'm the garbage man every day and then a billionaire lady come, they're going to take that. You know what I mean? But if I had to make a choice, probably a millionaire, bro, you know. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the title of that book, man, by Myron Golden, From the Trash Man. From the Trash to Man the to the Cash Man. To the Cash Man, right. Um, so my answer to that would be, Definitely the millionaire, but my reasoning behind it, <clears throat> as the episode's been titled "History," um, if if I've already become a millionaire, I've already written that history. Like I've already written it. Um, mm-hmm. The manifesto for how I became a millionaire clearly is something that I've already kind of you know created and and probably you know put in place for my children um, right. or anybody that I can impact. And give that kind of uh, information to. Right. Marrying a billionaire, you know, and understanding how we've heard a thousand times over, God bless the child that got his own. Marrying a billionaire um, is a form of a business because if I know that you're a billionaire, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be operating in those arenas unless we are of the same mindset where money is a big, big factor into the reason why we would be pairing up you know um i've never been a millionaire nor a billionaire so i can't say how they think i know the Mm -hmm. history of what i've seen absolutely is that you know those people who are of that you know tax bracket for lack of terms they do a lot of things differently than people who don't have that tax bracket so i do think that a person who's a billionaire won't look probably any lower than a millionaire and i could be wrong but the reason why I say that is because it's like anything else. It's about skin in the game. You know, if I'm coming in to this situation, you know, um, worth a lot, lot more than what you're worth, no matter how much in love I am with it, that is a reality because there's a lot of people who are going to benefit long-term from, you know, everything that I created to become a billionaire. So I'd say millionaire because number one, um, God bless a child that got his own. Number two, if I knew how to become a millionaire, chances are I probably could figure out one day how to become a billionaire. Right. So 
that's just my spin on it. But that was the last question on that one, brother. Take us on out on that. That was another episode of Would You Rather. Great episode of Would You Rather. Now, rather us get back to the show. Hey, man. Bro, this was a great episode, man. Episode 73, his story. You know, we had some real good points. You know, you know, just we and I just want to thank y'all because history is shown now. We are now, we are now 73 episodes in. And that's factual. Can't nobody else tell us no other way. But you know, if you missed any of them, you mm-hmm. can catch them on all your podcast streaming saying that's audio, like we saying. Apple Music. Um, mm-hmm. I mean Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Audible, yeah, yep. Amazon Stitcher. Music. Stitcher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overcast, Google Radio Podcast. Public, Google Podcast, mm-hmm. like P said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Absolutely. Um, I said Audible. I yes, Heart Radio. Absolutely. I Heart Radio. And of course, Absolutely. you can see our faces every week. Each new episode premieres every week, like it did today, Thursday at 7 p.m., Every Absolutely. Thursday at 7 p.m. on the Porch Podcast. That's D A P O R C H Podcast. Talk to Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, man. Him. Like he said, man, we appreciate you guys locking in and rocking out with us each and every week. As we say each and every week, please tell a friend to tell a friend. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. If you're listening to it on the podcast and streaming sites, download it. That way you can hear it, you know, and, 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 and you're going to hear it anyway, but download it, man, and, and that way you can click it and hit the repeat and enjoy it over and over and over again. And as we say each and every week, you know, leave the comments, man. You know, me and E, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, your, your two favorite brothers from the porch, man, we love to talk back. We love feedback. We love to be able to communicate with y'all, man. As we say each and every week, we appreciate the time once again. This has been episode number 73. Yes, sir. History of the Porch Podcast. Yeah. All right, y'all. Have All a right. good one. Peace. Peace.